This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Get it. The Burt Show. All right, so Mo has been getting paid what some think is a compliment, and he wants to set the record straight and let you know it certainly is not. Yeah, this uh, quote-unquote compliment really, really irritates me, and I've never said anything about it. It's something that I've been dealing with for, like, the last probably five years now, but I've always felt like it was such an ignorant statement that I've just never addressed it. I've never even thought to address it, but when it happened this past weekend on my video set, I addressed it, and it became somewhat of a heated moment because there was nowhere for me to go. Normally, when someone thinks they're complimenting me in this way, I'll just walk away from the conversation, but in this particular instance, when the guy said it, I decided today is the day. We're going to talk about it, and This bothers me like no other because there's this stigma, I guess, in the black community that's been this way for a very long time to where some black people, for whatever reason, feel like they're like somewhat of a gatekeeper of the litmus test of how black you are. And this has been like this for years to where if you speak a certain way, if you if you're articulate, they'll they'll say, oh, you you talk white as if. So being articulate is not representative of a black community. Like you, you, you can't talk a certain way or if you dress a certain way. White people say this about black people or no, black, black people say people this, to, say black. this okay. to black people. Like you're not black enough if you dress a certain way, if you act a certain way, if you do certain things, if you're not hood in certain areas, then all of a sudden you're not black. And in this particular instance, it wasn't that the guy was telling me that I wasn't black enough. He thought he was complimenting me because he was telling me that I was blacker than he anticipated I would be by meeting me in person. And this happens kind of often. So, like, if you can put us in the conversation, like, he, you're having, like, you're hanging out, and then he says, what to you? So we're sitting there, and he's like, um, I can tell something's on his mind. And he's like, he wants to say it. So finally, he's like, man, I got to be honest with you, Mo. I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I actually do listen to you. I, um, I'm, I think you're hilarious. I listen to the show. But he's like, in actually being around you in person, I got to admit, you're blacker than I thought you were. And I'm looking at him. Like, that might be a statement about us more than you, I wonder. <laughs> Why? Because, well, even you said this when you came down for the interview. You said, do they even know that I'm black? Because <laughs> it's a white cast, mostly. Right. But see, the thing is, that's my issue with, that's where this comes from. Mm. When people meet me, it's like, um, you assume that I'm going to be a certain kind of black guy because I'm on a white show. Ah, gotcha. As if being on a white show <laughs> takes away from my blackness somehow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so ignorant, mm. right? That when I it happens, I ignore it. it. It's so insulting. So in this case... It was the first time I decided, like, oh, no, let's dance. Like, let's, <laughs> let's actually, let's do this. So I looked at him, and I was like, what exactly does that mean? 
So he's like, nah, you know, I'm just saying, I guess I didn't expect you to be. And then he didn't know what to say. Mm. He's like searching for the word. I'm like, to be what? And he's like, nah, I feel like you're taking it the wrong way. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm taking it exactly how you're giving it. What, do, what are you trying to say? Like, what kind of black guy did you expect me to be? Because what's the difference in being black? So he's like, nah, I don't think. No, I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm hearing exactly what you're saying. What you're saying is because I'm on a white show, you feel like it would make me less black. He's like, that's not exactly what I'm saying. But I get this so much that I know it's exactly what you're saying. But now that I'm addressing it to, with you, now you out of words because you realize how ignorant the statement really is. So I, I asked him, I said, let me ask you something. You think because I'm on a bird show, right? If I get pulled over somewhere in the world, you think I'm not black? <laughs> you think they look in the car and go, oh, no, that's the black guy from the bird show. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> if it was any other black guy, you'd be going to jail. <laughs> but you're not, right? Uh-huh. Like you think when I grew up in school, you think I didn't get the racist jokes because they looked in my future and said, he's going to be on the bird show. <laughs> Where he's not going to get the racism. You really think that the experiences that you have had in life as a black man are going to be any different than mine because I joined a white show. That's what you believe. And I, he was just standing there like, Mm. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and I kind of felt bad in that moment because I didn't want to go that deep with him. But I have heard this so many times in the last few years, and I've ignored it. I've constantly ignored it just because of how ignorant it is. But in this particular moment, I just had time that day and decided let's get into it. And I feel like he felt the wrath that mm. I had been feeling for the last few years that I've heard it. And I'm so glad you did. Because for me, when somebody says it's almost like they're discrediting, discrediting your blackness because you're on a white show. That's exactly what they're doing. And they don't want to admit that, but that's it. So I want to go a little deeper on this, you know, uh, in the interest of authenticity, right? Let's go 100% on this. Because you and Katie have told us before that um, when you're in a room filled with white people, you tend to act differently than you would in a room filled with black people. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the mo that I hear on your podcast sounds different than the mo that is in this room. Right. So where's the differentiation? Where I I, I think I understand where he might be coming from, but not really. I guess I'm just trying to get clarity on it. Well, that was that was a part of the conversation. Was he he did he did say that. I forgot that he said that. I'm glad you mentioned that. He said something to the extent of, no, I mean, when, when, you, when I listen to the podcast and sometimes when I listen to the Bird Show, I hear two different people, which that annoys me as well because most of that is content. It's not as if I come in here and, and attempt to be less black. It's just certain content I'm going to be more comfortable with, usually because it's coming from content that is relative to the black community. Like, I'm not going to sound as confident in things that I'm not, I don't know, or mm-hmm. I'm just not as knowledgeable on. So obviously it's going to sound different, but it really has nothing to do with my blackness. I mean, when you grow up black, yes, a lot of the times you are taught to behave a little different around white people. But when you go back to your community, you're still black. <laughs> it, it doesn't rub off. And then now you was, you're a certain different percentage of black. It's, it's the most foolish thing ever. And I had to, like, explain this to him. No different than when most black people go to work or really anyone goes to work. It's a little different than you are maybe with your family, with your friends, when you're in a different environment. But for some reason, black people have always felt like this. There was this imaginary litmus test of how black you are. And the moment you go to work and if you're on a white show, then you can't be as black as me. And I just never got it. I don't know where it comes from. I even remember one time this guy asked me if I wanted to do a comedy show. And he said, but I don't know if you'd be comfortable doing it. And I said, why? And he said, well, it's it's like in an urban community. I'm like, what you, 
What? Like, what are, you, what are you even trying to say? You don't think I can, like, be comfortable doing comedy for black people? <laughs> I've done comedy for black people my entire life, bro. I grew up in black neighborhoods around black people, but his mind told him that because I decided to join the Bird Show, I couldn't do black comedy, or I couldn't do comedy. I couldn't be comfortable around black people. And I, I, I don't know where that mindset comes from. I guess it's the old uh, quote-unquote Oreo mindset. Well, they'll say you're black on the outside but white on the inside. So how you talk, where you work, how you dress, all of that plays a part in how black people accept you in your blackness. And I just really think it's the most foolish thing ever. So I checked in with Katie before this segment, and she assured me she's still black today. So I wanted to get her take on it also. <laughs> no, it's the exact same thing that Mo's saying. I've always been questioned when I tell people that I work for the Bird Show. It's like, what? You don't want to work with a black radio station? Like, it's it's common that black people will look at me differently and like what Mo said, the Oreo mindset, I'm black on the outside, but white on the inside type of thing. And it's not, it's not true. And same with goes for the podcast. I know for me personally on the podcast, I'm more open, but with you all, I don't code switch like I used to when I first started working here. Facts me either. Because now I'm comfortable. So mm-hmm. now I don't feel like I have to put on my news anchor voice. <laughs> <laughs> code switch is what it's called. All right. I so- hate that for both of you, though. Yeah, it, it's a thing. And um, it's. It's not really, it's not really all, it's not white people's fault, right? That's just something growing up, at least for me personally, it just was when you go in for a job interview, when you go around white people, you were always just taught to dial it back a little bit. Like, don't be too black. Don't keep it all the way real. Mm-hmm. Like, keep that inside. You got to code switch is exactly what it is. And Katie's absolutely right. And yeah, if you go back and listen to me before, I code switched, but now I don't do it anymore. There's so much about this whole conversation that, um, bothers me on a couple of different levels. Um, because what I really wanted with this show was to create, and in our industry, it's, a, it's much more complex than that. You know, like, you have demographics for different shows. It doesn't matter if it's TV, doesn't matter if it's radio, it doesn't really matter if it's podcast, and we don't really admit it, but there are demographics that advertisers want, right? This show kind of mix that, <laughs> mixes that up a little bit, so it's a little unorthodox to begin with, and this is what I've always wanted for this show, is to have diversity in it. So we're doing the best we can with the amount of staff we have, but the most depressing thing that I think I heard from this whole conversation here as a guy that really would like to see better race relations in all areas, that black people questioning why you would want to be on a white show doesn't feel to me productive in, or doesn't make it real that we are really invested in just being people. You're right on that. And I think it's unfortunate that most of the time there are a lot of black people, and of course it's not all, but who see it as one I'd rather just stay away from white people. I don't want to be the person that actually goes into a white environment and actually tries to speak to the black struggle and educate upon the black struggle. They'll look at that person who does that as a token, as opposed to looking at them as somebody who's actually trying to be a trailblazer and trying to actually do something different. But for whatever reason, it's not always accepted that way. It's looked upon as like you stay on your side of the fence. They stay over there. We keep our experiences separate. Instead of looking at it like that person is brave for going into that environment and into that situation and trying to do something different. Well, hell, I, I want to say this also on, on white side, black side, Latino side also. If that's your attitude that we stay on one side and they stay, quote unquote, they stay on the other side, then you can't complain when things aren't equal and the relations aren't where you want them to be because you're part of the problem. I completely agree. And that's something that we have to face. But I don't it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. Like in the beginning, it would get 
inside my mind of like, damn, is this true? Am I doing the wrong thing? Am I not representing my culture right? But I'm at a place of being completely content and comfortable in my position. And I, yeah, I, I just felt like in that moment when, when he said that to me, it was time to dance. Mm-hmm. I had time that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Burt Show. Get it. The Burt Show.